Welcome back to the Children's Wellness Spot, your space to chat with me, Dr. Virgil, otherwise known as Dr. V, about all the things related to the emotional and physical wellness of your babies through their teen years. The holiday travel season is upon us. And so I want to take a minute to talk to you guys and give you some tips about how to manage the emotions and the stress sometimes of this special time of year. Just thinking back for myself, um, when I were now older child was an infant, nine month old, we traveled to visit family um, out of state and they hadn't seen her for a while. And so when we arrived the evening of Thanksgiving, this was Thanksgiving, um, they hadn't seen her for a while, as I mentioned. We walked through the door and when we entered the door, there was so much excitement and energy to see her and she literally just burst out into tears, like horrible, inconsolable tears. And um, myself and my husband were sort of devastated because, again, there had been all this anticipation of seeing her for the first time in a while. And um, we felt so bad for our parents who um, were trying to figure out if they were the reason why the baby was crying. And of course, they weren't. And so remembering that a nine-month-old has normal stranger anxiety. And it's so funny to say the word stranger when you think about a family member because that isn't a stranger. But to a baby, even two weeks, sometimes even just a week, can create a bit of a distance so that they don't remember that this someone is someone that is in my family. And so uh, they kind of relate to them as a stranger just temporarily and so that is exactly what happened and um we all chuckle about it a lot now because you know you know since then things have moved on and everyone has such a great relationship um my parents and my daughter so her grandparents but that first visit at nine months was just so tough because again we had had so much anticipation but this is something that can happen to any family and there are other things that may come up during this holiday season as we gather together with our loved ones so I want to give you all some tools to help you navigate this holiday season and make it really a, a great success for you all and we'll break it down into some simple elements just three quick tips just to remember um, you know, especially if you're having small children at gatherings for the first time, remembering that anxiety is a normal developmental process. And then if you have teens and older kids, they can be overwhelmed in a different way because they may be used to controlling their physical space, um, limiting who's around it. If they share a room with a sibling, it's just one sibling, or they may have their own room. When they get together at family gatherings, sometimes they have to share a room with a cousin or another family member, or they just don't have that privacy that they're used to. And so Every family gathers together and celebrates the holidays in a different way. Um, but if you have found it challenging in the past, if you are nervous about it this year, or if things are going great, here are a few things that can help make things more efficient for you and also um, more successful. So first and foremost, expect to feel the unexpected. Um, if you and your family are used to traditions and there are certain things that you do, sometimes when there's a change in the family dynamic, you can have um, 
an unexpected feeling of sadness or just, again, overwhelm with that tradition or just disinterest in it, just not wanting to do it because of the change that has happened. Again, using the newborn um, or baby example, if you're a first time parent and you're going to your family gathering for the first time with your newborn, the way that you're interacting with the family is going to be totally different than it has been in the past. You're going to have to spend time uh, away from the family feeding your newborn or you can do it in their company, but you may need to be putting the baby down to sleep. You may need a quiet space for your baby. And these intervals of feeding every two to three hours can just be exhausting. So you may find for the first time that you just are too exhausted for all the fun that you've had with your family in the past. And that can be an unexpected and overwhelming feeling for a new parent, especially a new mom. So plan for the unexpected. Um, it's important to think about a space that you can go to if you feel that overwhelm, a, a, a quiet space to kind of take a breath, maybe take a little longer with a diaper change just to give yourself a chance to regroup. The bathroom is a great place to kind of splash your face and, and uh, recenter if it's warm enough. And sometimes even with the cool air, you can go outside and get some cool air or go for a walk and that can help you feel um, calm. I love box breathing. So that is taking a breath in for a count, holding your breath for a count and then breathing out and then repeating that. Um, that is a good way to kind of calm yourself down if you're feeling that things are building up um, as far as your stress level. Your teens may also be feeling what you're feeling. As I mentioned, they may be used to a private space um, in their in their home and so maybe lacking that when they are in the family gathering. And so it's important for them to also be aware of a place that they can go to to get away from everyone. If they want to eat their food in the room, is that, is that an option? Can they go sit on the porch by themselves and kind of just um, be alone for a minute where there aren't family members asking them lots and lots of questions? You know, I think about some teenagers who haven't seen cousins or aunts and uncles in a while and particularly in certain cultures, there's this tendency to just kind of lay it on them thick. So if they have gained weight, oh my gosh, you are so big. What has happened? What have you been feeding this kid? And so those questions, although, you know, culturally they are normal, can really be devastating for a teenager to have to like address in that group setting. And so having a a sense of their emotional needs, being very aware as you guys are interacting, if there's a change in their expression, or if you've heard the comment, think about how it could land. Um, sometimes they get the feeling that that deer in headlights, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed, don't embarrass me, especially if the conversation comes up about grades and, and maybe they're not doing well in school. A lot of times cousins you know, like to go through the list with each other um, and aunts and uncles, oh, this one just made the honor roll. This one made the dean's list. And if your child didn't make the honor roll of the dean's list, how do you navigate through that? Prepare yourself for the unexpected and create that safe space. So that's number two, creating that safe space for all of you, each of you finding that as you are driving or flying, think about where that can be in the house for you all. Um, the other thing that's really important is Focusing, so this is number three, on something for your children. 
So if you have a baby, that's easy. You're just looking for a space where they can have downtime. If you jam pack every moment of your travels, of your visit with interaction, social engagement for your baby, even just being in the space with adults that are constantly talking or watching sports or uh, movies, it can be overwhelming. So for your baby, adding something for them is intentionally finding moments in the day for their downtime. For your elementary uh, kids or your teens, that can look like asking them literally what is it that they would like to get out of the trip and what they would like to experience. So if it's something that fits in your budget, if it's something that fits in your timetable, can we go for ice cream at this spot uh, on Main Street that we always pass by when we come to visit grandma and grandpa? That's something that you can think about. Um, or if it's something that you have to table push back until you get home, you can say, you know, this trip is about visiting our relatives, but let's think about if we can go to the launch place, the jumping place when we get back home um, so that you can have a time for yourselves. That can be invaluable for the kids, for your teens, because then they know that they are part of the journey as well. And sometimes you need to spend time with your teenagers, with your young kids, helping them navigate those relationships. So rather than just kind of leaving them in the room to figure it all out, just be there, not hovering and not helicopter parenting, but being around just to emotionally check in so that they know that you, you're there for them and you haven't just kind of left them to fend for themselves. Um, and so... Again, family holidays can be a true joy, a complete joy. They are such a wonderful way to share memories and to help kids and teens build resilience moving forward because family as the foundation of positive interaction when it's positive can be such an amazing tool for all of us. Um, but we know that this time can be a challenge, especially for families that have lost a family member or if there's a transition, like a divorce. So you um, have to be even more aware that there could be stress or anxiety associated with gathering together. So again, expect the unexpected, create a safe space and plan for that in advance, and then think of something fun. Think of some something that can be just for them that they can hold on to during that family time together. May your seasonal gatherings be a joy to you and your family. Let's chat again soon at the spot.